the podcast where we sip and spill. You are now listening to this episode of Tea with Key. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for my lovely, loyal listeners out there. Okay, we are here today with a very special guest. Introduce yourself to the people who will be listening. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Well, this evening, my name is Kush the Rapper, you know, um, I love music, I love anime, you know, uh, and I'm a irresponsible young soul out here, but you know, I'm trying to change the world. So uh, this is who I am and I hope y'all enjoy this episode tonight. Hey, I love that intro. I like, I feel <laughs> that, I feel that. I love that thank you, energy. Thank you. Yeah, we, we gotta come with it, we gotta come with it. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know how we do on Tea with Key. We let you know what we are sipping on. So what what beverage did you say you was grabbing for this episode? All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all know. I slight drink like an old head, but you know, I got the crown, you know, I, I got the crown. I started to get the vanilla, but you know, I think I'm gonna kind of chase my liquor tonight because you know, it's St. Patrick's Day. I ain't trying to get too, too messed up, you know? So trying to be responsible, drink responsibly kids, real talk. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, you are so, Right. It is a holiday and like, okay, yeah. so I'm not like drinking, drinking, but y'all know how I do. I have my tea. Okay. It's St. Patty's Day. So I'm drinking, guess, guess what type of tea? Green uh -oh. tea. Green tea. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, but I probably will be, um, you know, engaging in shenanigans. Actually, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's a holiday. Yeah. So yeah, like, you know, it's like a drinking holiday. So that's what we should be doing. Right. Right. right yeah. Know? but we gonna see we uh we gonna we gonna see uh see what happens later on right. today you know so oh my goodness gracious wow okay we are gathered here today actually see this is why i have my format i always say how we met and this is actually interesting because we haven't actually yeah. like you know met met this is like right. kind of like our first time right you know? right right i'm wondering okay so like deruba hit me up on snapchat and he was like okay, yeah, like my friend, like put him on, right? And then he was like, okay, reach out on Instagram. Did he tell you that I had a podcast or like, what was the conversation like y'all had? Like, I mean, we're, we're here together now, like, you know. <laughs> well, see, cause bro had hit me up. He was like, hey man, you know, um, how comfortable are you with doing a podcast? And it was like, well, what was crazy was um, a coworker of mine, uh, shout out to her, her name's Mahogany, shout out to her. She actually had um, asked me to help her with a project for school. She goes to A&T. She asked me to help her for a project for school for a, a podcast. And she did a local artist that she knew and she chose me. And I had told her that, you know, my boy Rue had hit me up about, you know, potentially, you know, having this interview with you. And I said, you know, this would be good practice for me, you know. So it was just, you know, it was great. But yeah, he had hit me up and said, you know, yeah, um, this will be good for you, you know, this will be good for, you know, just getting your face out there and get more comfortable with, you know, speaking with people on a different level than just music. So I'm really, you know, excited regardless about this. That's what's up. Well, I'm excited to have you, you know, yeah. like to have that like that reciprocity, like off jump with that energy. So, you mm -hmm. know, even though like I hadn't actually met you, I was like, okay, you know, like this, this feels really good. And then we had that common connection. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I appreciate you. So. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Shoot. 
and it's interesting too because like okay so normally um the the guests that I have on the show normally I'm kind of like already familiar with them and we and I kind of like pick you know what we're gonna talk about but in this case you know your fresh face like you know and so it was like okay you know what are what are you bringing to the table already and then the group was like oh you know like he's into protesting and I was like yo what the heck like I need to like yeah like on tea with key I need to like know what's up you know and so right um, I get, first of all, like props to you. Okay. Thank because, you. Like, Thank you. Like more black voices out here. Yeah. Um, I guess my first question for you is, um, how long have you been protesting and like, is it just been like locally or like where I kind of, I kind of want to like go back to like your like beginnings. Okay. Well, first off, um, last year was probably the biggest year for me and for probably a lot of you know, people our generation when it comes to civil rights and just being active with standing up for what's wrong and what's right, you know? So mm -hmm. um, I think it was when Eric Garner had gotten killed or no, it may have been when Mike Brown had gotten killed. And um, I remember Greensboro had a protest that year. This was a few years ago. I was probably like around 18, 19, maybe 20, I'm 25 now because this is when I was first going to GTCC Jamestown. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I seen it all over social media and on the news. And so I said, I want to be a part of that. And, you know, of course, you know, I was young and my mom's like, no, don't go out there. You know, it's crazy folk out there. You know, it's some crazy white folk, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, say how it is, you know, but my, my mother, she really kind of rejected that at first, but, you know, I still made my way down there. Um, me and my friend had went down there and, you know, it was a very, very interesting night because it was a lot of people who supported us. And it was also a lot of people who just flat out was like, you know, you guys are just out here for attention and, you know, all this other nonsense. And it was just like, you know, you guys are, you know, out here riding when a when a hockey team loses, you know, or or just, you know, just other, you know, just trivial things like that. You know, it takes it really takes a lot out of our community for really to just be like, look, enough is enough. You know, like we don't get, you know, sparked up over little things, you know, so we got to take to the streets and flip over cars and set, set on fire like buildings and shit, you know, but so uh that was that was a great time you know i met a lot of people then mm -hmm. and it was just it was just very very it it tested a lot of it, it tested a lot of us you know because the thing was a lot of people who were out there i seen them later on again last year when it came down in greensboro uh downtown as well mm -hmm. and you know i also saw a lot of people that i didn't see you know what i'm saying the thing was i genuinely feel that only the strong and the, you know, strong willed and strong voiced can, you know, stand up in that way. Because the thing is, it's just very, very hard to stand up to so many people who are already in this country who don't like us because of how we look and to go out in the streets in the open and just honestly, you're a target at that point and just still stand up for what's right. So honestly, um, it was just very, very, it was it was interesting it was interesting mm -hmm. especially last year you know um i had got involved with it i was able to lead two nights well two protests you know i, I went the whole week that downtown greensboro was happening and it was it was beautiful seeing so many people 
black, white, whatever color you are, you know, it wasn't just black folk out there. It was the white mm-hmm. folk out there. It was, you know, our allies in the LGBTQ community, you know, and that that was just very, very loving to me because no matter what you stand for or, you know, who you choose to love, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. And it was just so beautiful seeing the people, no matter what you look like or whatever you do behind closed doors, just standing up and loving each other. And I feel like that's really what we need in this world more. And just being a part of that really, you know, made my character, you know, skyrocket, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes so much shit. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah, honestly, like, there, I mean, there were so many things that you said that like, kind of like, you know, resonated with me in terms of the, you know, definitely being like strong will because it definitely, it takes so much courage and so much power to actually like be out in the open, like literally yelling for like, you know, the rights that we should have already had that we, even to this day, we're not treated, you know, as equals. Like, so I guess I I can definitely see like why, you know, um, your mother would have been like concerned in terms of that. Cause of course, you know, we all want to like watch out for our children. Were you you, like going out um, like with family members, with friends or like, were you going out alone or? Most of the time I would go up there by myself and I would see people that I knew there. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a lot of times where there were uh, there were people that I knew, people that I worked with, people that I went to school with, people that I just people that I just met that day or met the first day of the protest. You know, I see them mm-hmm. down there. I'm like, hey, how you doing, man? Or, hey, how you doing, sis? You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case is. And yeah. Uh, it was just, it, it was just, it was crazy. But yeah, I usually go by myself. Um, if I had someone with me, you know, I'd pick them up or pick her up, you know, and then, you know, they'd have someone else take them back home. But yeah, usually I went by myself. Gotcha. I didn't live too far from, from downtown Greensboro. So honestly, I could have walked up there if I really wanted to. But me being the center of, you know, what was going on as well, especially when I was on the front lines and, you know, I got, I got, you know, blonde, blonde tip locks, you know what I'm saying? Like you can sort me out out of anyone, you know? So <laughs> I, I really didn't want to bring no trouble, you know, mm. back to my house. Cause all it had to do was someone to follow me, you know, and, you know, eventually mm. see, oh yeah, we see him park down there a lot. We see him come down here a lot. Yeah. Let's, let's get him, you know? And it was a lot about people running into the police you know, it was a lot about people staying past the curfew that they were going on and, you know, just getting the rest. It was a whole bunch of nonsense yeah. just going on. So I went by myself, but I had to make sure to get everyone and everyone I knew out of there before all that nonsense happened at night. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Communication is key, definitely, like when you're organizing and like mobilizing. Right, right, right. Shoot. Also, I'm just like so thankful too that like you are safe. Like I'm assuming that all of the protests that you participated in, like you were able to like protest safely and that, you know, yeah. you, you were, okay. Cause that's always, you know, like, you know, going back to like the point about, you know, safety. Yes, like we wanna be able to speak freely. Like it is a right that we're supposed to have, but at the same time, yes, like we do know that there is that fear of, okay, well, am I, am I going to be able to come home safely? So it's also just, it's good to hear that you, you have been fighting and you have been able to like, God willing, be able to say, okay, yes, like I'm still here standing on two feet. So that's something that we can like, cause we don't want to take any, we don't, we never want to take our safety for granted. So that's just, you know, and you keep being out here too, which is also something that I'm just like, I wish I could like keep snapping for you because it's just like, 
when I think about people that I want to have on tea with key, it's like, I like when people listen to the episode, I want it to like spark a change within themselves too. You know what I'm saying? Or like question, like, okay, what things, what things are we all doing to like be a part of the cause? And um, definitely mad props to you on that. Thank you. Thank you. Of course, of course. Are there, hmm. Okay. So I know you said like, you usually like go alone, but are there like like when you actually mobilize, like, are you an organization or is it kind of just like a, the people that like you've met, like at past protests, you kind of just like all have that communication and then, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. What, what happened was when when everything was going on, um, the height of everything was going on around like last, mm, was it March? It was, it, was, it, it was hot. So it could have been like May, June, whenever it was, but basically it was hot. But anyway, Mac, when it was going on, you know, it wasn't that, you know, we were all mobilizing. There were protest leaders already there and I hadn't, I didn't know them at that point in time. It was just that I was out there, you know, just doing my part as someone who wanted to be there. And eventually, you know, I would meet the protest leaders and I would meet, you know, the people who were heavily involved with mobilizing everyone or just saying, hey, Put it put this on social media greensboro we're we're linking up tonight to protest and just 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 giving us warnings like even if you know someone is talking about they're going to come down there you know twitter you know we'll, we'll see that and you know a lot of the protest leaders were were on top of that as well you know so i'm i'm very grateful for that but um yeah most of the time when we down we went down there it was just I linked up with them, you know, I, I did what I had to do and did what I could. And, you know, if I saw them, I saw them. If I didn't, I'm going to pick up the slack. So that's, that's that. all I'm going to Natural yeah. born leader. Because, yeah, I know that you said that there were like two nights where like you were actually the leader. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's also just, I mean, it, it just, it's it speaks volumes because it's like, like you're just saying now, it it takes leadership. Obviously, yes, like you're all out there for the common cause, but being able to actually like, you know, pinpoint, okay, like here's how we're gonna go about it. And, right. and you know, taking something that like you have been a part of and then, you know, being in a leadership role, it's like, I think that also kind of like in a way, like makes you a role model. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, I like the sound of that. Well, no, <laughs> I, like I mean, I'm like, that. I'm listening and I'm just like, as you know, like someone who is, you know, listening to your stories, I'm like, I, I can imagine other people. I mean, I, also, I'm from Greensboro, too. I don't even know if I ever said that. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, my parents were Aggies. So, and then okay. I was born, but I live in Atlanta now. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, but I do come back to the borough a lot, so... Yeah, I'm imagining like if like being back home, if I were to like see someone, you know, like leading the pack and I'm like, oh, crap, like I know this guy. That's that's also kind of like when people see you and they know you're they're like, well, shoot, you know, I want to yeah. I want to step up to the plate, too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm very grateful for the fact that, you know, even while I was out there, a lot of my friends and family on Facebook, they were even saying to me, hey, um. What can I do? Can I bring you guys water? Can I bring you food? Can I bring you masks? Because you know this is when Corona was you know first starting to come around too. So it was a it was a big double whammy with you know coronavirus and the crazy people out there being mad about what we're doing. So you know it was just a really tough time. But 
it did feel good to inspire others because a lot of people who I never would have thought would have wanted to involve themselves in what I'm involving myself in, they're asking how they can help. And uh, there were a couple of my friends who, you know, I just, I didn't want them in the crossfire because, you know, it's not that I'm afraid something would happen. It's just that, you know, anything is possible and I'm already out there. I don't want to drag no one out there just mm -hmm. because you feel inspired to that I'm doing it, you know, like, like like it's, it's it, it was dangerous and you know a, a part of me is that like that that big brother persona that i try to give off with most of my friends you know and it's like i, I want to protect people so if i'm already out somewhere and you know i'm doing it already yeah if you want to do it you know come on out you know but just know that you know like just protect yourself and make sure you watch out for yourself mm -hmm. and your brothers and sisters as well so it was it was it was tough man it was tough it was tough mm -hmm. yeah I definitely agree with the point of, there are many forms of advocacy. So and obviously like protesting is one of them. So for your friends and family to be able to like, look at you on social media and like ask how they can help. Or like when, you know, people listen and they ask themselves like, how can I help? That's definitely something that is really important to consider. You have to be very mentally strong. Okay. So yeah. I guess my question for you is when you're actually like in the midst, how do you, mentally because honestly like for me my form of like advocacy like i volunteer i donate um i do like you know like social media, i do my podcast as well like those are my forms of advocacy i guess my question is like when you're actually out there in the streets how how do you when you know you're confronted with the you know people who are like why are you guys out here and like you know for the negative energy that's coming for the people who are not with us how do you combat that well i want to i want to give a big shout out to the people who brought sage because um to me sage is you know i i'm i'm not really into you know stuff like that but to me, sage smells good, you know? And the thing <laughs> yeah. is, it's like, you know, they say it repels negative energy and, you know, spirits and such. And so it was like, every time someone was burning sage, you know, it was a good time. And, you know, it was just that, it, it, it felt like a big family reunion, but it was a bunch of people you didn't, you didn't know. And it was just, it was just an experience. It was, it was a different experience I've never experienced before, but, just just to prepare for that it was just like sometimes you know i would i i would smoke I, i'm smoking weed before i go down there like each and every day i'm i'm smoking and so when whenever i did that as well i would use that to write my music because you know while i'm you know smoking i'm thinking and before i go down here i've already seen so many things already and it's just like hey, I might as well just put it to my music. I might as well put it to, you know, what I'm already doing full time anyway, you know? And mm -hmm. it was just, it was just, it was just, a, it was a different experience. It, it really helped out a lot of, you know, like I said, my development and me personally growing as a, as an adult, because the thing was, like, like you said, you gotta be strong willed to be out there and mentally, it, it really took a toll on me because like you said, with like, dealing with the crazy people out there, you know, you're you're bound to run into someone. And even there was a night in Greensboro where someone had drove their car into the crowd of protesters. And, you know, I wasn't there that night. I was there that night, but I had left like 15 minutes earlier. But 
it was on Facebook that someone had drove their car into the crowd of protesters after curfew. And, you know, they were trying to get the person, but they locked it. They locked their doors and, you know, they were, you know, trying to get their windows, but they didn't get them. And they ended up, they ended up getting gone. I don't know if the police ended up getting them. Probably not, you know, how that shit go, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, you know, but it was, it was just, it was just, how can you have that much hate in your heart that you willing to go through you you willing to 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 go at a crowd of people with your thousand pound however so pound car potentially kill someone literally all because we're tired of of the police getting away with you know just wrongfully executing their job i'm not no policeman I'm not nothing like that, but at the end of the day, I'm a human being, and we all should know not to put your neck, I mean, not to put your knee on someone's neck, and you're like 200 pounds, and you've got yeah. body gear on. Oh yeah, like come on, like it's common sense, and it's just like, like how much are we lacking these days in that? So exactly, it's just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. It it's ridiculous. Really is. It's like it's such an enigma that like I mean it, it's we are people okay we are literally right. human beings organisms sharing the same planet earth like right. do we not deserve like an equal opportunity to live okay right. like <laughs> do our children not deserve to live as long like it's right. just, it's it's so it's so upsetting and it's like you would think yes like in times like this where okay i'm literally saying i want to be able to know that I can go home safely or that like I can go to the store or like I can, you, it's just, it's just, we're always just living in a world of fear. And it's just, it's mind boggling when people are literally, it's like, okay, it's literally, we're being oppressed and they're mad at us that we're upset that we're being oppressed. What right. is the, what is the- <laughs> That's the hold up, you know? Like, like that's crazy to me. It's, it's just so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It is. So ridiculous. All for what, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Just for a, just for a drop. Why? It's crazy. It's crazy. Literally. Like, it's like what goes through the minds of people like who want to inflict harm on innocent people? Like what you right. said, like, them driving their car. Like, I don't understand like what, like there is so much hate, okay? We, we literally need to share this planet and love each other, okay? Right, right. Like... <laughs> We don't need all this hate. Yeah, right, right, right. It's it's too much love out here that's willing to be given, but we're 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 so stuck on hate. And at this point, it's like, which one is stronger at this point? Because I don't I don't even know these days. I don't know these days. But all I know is I'm gonna keep loving. I'm gonna keep loving. If people want to hate, that's on them, you know. But I'm gonna keep loving. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Oh man, it makes me think. Um... Okay, so like, and this kind of like, like goes back to the point about, you know, the, the different ways that, um, you know, we can advocate for our rights, but do you, okay, so you make music. Yeah. Do you ever like use your music as like a form of like verbal protesting? Um, I, I actually don't. The, like the crazy thing about me making music and me, uh, you know, standing up for what I stood up for 
it's just the fact that, you know, I draw a lot of inspiration from Eminem and, you know, XXX and J. Cole, Drake, Lil Uzi, you know, I draw a lot of inspiration mm -hmm. from them and my music reflects that, but I never put my music to the test of speaking up for what's right and putting my music to the test of, okay, how can I use my voice to extend where I'm trying to come from when it comes to civil rights, when it comes to standing up for people who look like us, you know? And honestly, I've been trying to dig deep and try to figure out a way to do that recently because, you know, I just turned 25 and um, I, I'm, I'm trying to be different. I'm trying to be different. I'm tired of making music that's just, you know, easy to make and it sounds good and it thumps. That's cool and all, but I want something more monumental something more inspirational and that's like that's gonna last you know i don't want to just have some you know music that just sounds good you know i'd much rather have something that's gonna last for generations so i'm just trying to figure out how i can do that and i feel like that was a big step in putting me that way yeah yeah i was curious you have a voice in that sense so i was like hmm let me let me let me go and have, ask this but you're yeah. right. I mean, like, so, cause you know, when you think about like your art and like how you like articulate it. And of course the problems that like we're facing, I want to say they're complex, but they're not really complex because it's like treat us equal. Like that's not hard. Um, right. and it's like, in what way can we articulate it so that we can actually, you know, bring about the change we want to see. We haven't really completely figured that out yet. You know, if we had figured that yeah. out a hundred percent, we, wouldn't have obviously have had a year like we did in 2020. So I right. hear you in that, like putting it together in a way that's gonna be the most, that says exactly what you wanna say, but is also like that really, that really gets to people. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like- it resonates with them, you know? Exactly, like that. And that's the thing, it's like, how can like our words resonate with the people who are against us? Like how, mm. like what, like what is the answer? You know, it's- Right, um, right. And it's like, it's right. an ongoing thing. I wonder. It's crazy. It's ridiculous, you know? But at this point, I, like we've been saying, you know, it. I, I feel like the, the main thing about all this is for us to keep being ourselves as a people. And even regardless of as a people, everyone else who supports us, you know, we just have to keep being us and, you know, keep fighting. Because at the end of the day, progress is slow. And a lot of us are impatient, including myself. And it just doesn't come with, you know, social change. You know, I'm impatient about a lot of things. But the thing is, we have to also learn that fighting for things like this, when it puts a, a dent and I guess you could say a um, agenda, if that makes sense, it's going to take some time because, you know, there's a bit of maneuvering and going through things that they kind of you know got to make it seem like it's progress but it's just diet racism mm -hmm. and it's it's, Did you say it's diet racism diet racism yes holy diet holy racism holy. is this a phrase and if not we need to make it one because <laughs> I, forget, I, I forget who said it it was either rue who said it or is my boy najim who said it wow. i forget who said it but shout out to both y'all because i feel like it was one of y'all but yeah one of them said it <laughs> one of them said it man i'm that's, telling you but that yeah that's that's a real thing that's a real thing so man that is so true i want okay so all right i actually have like two questions for you all right okay so um so i'm also 25 so and okay. yes, like change is slow my first question is 
So I, I, okay, so obviously like no day is promised, but let's say we get to live to like, you know, 85 years or something. Right. Between the years that you have left on this earth, are there like explicit, like discrete, like changes that you want to see like while, you know, God willing, we are still here? I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, I want to stop seeing, I want to stop seeing like hypocrisy in the justice system, if that makes sense. I, I'm tired of seeing some dude shoot up a church, but a lady, you know, maybe she steals some food from her kids. Okay, you know, they're both crimes, but you know, you're gonna give the lady 15 years and you're gonna give old buddy five months. And then he, and then, and then, and, and then it's just like, oh, give him how, however so many years, he still might make bail. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's and it's just like it's crazy, but I would like to stop seeing hypocrisy in the justice system. I would really like to stop seeing, you know, just black people or people of color in general, like even, you know, the Latino community, you know, just is is it's just like, you know, people who have any hint of coloration to them, we're targeted as like criminals or rapists and 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 all these negative things and it's like if if i'm not if i'm not you know wrong i'm sure christopher columbus and all of them was doing that you know what i'm saying that wasn't us we was minding our our, our business if, if my black owned business mm. yeah if, if if i ain't if i ain't wrong you know but i could be you know but you know but either way but i'd, I'd, I'd like to see a lot of change and uh, it's, it's, it's just that, you know, I just really wish that it would be more quick, you know, because it's a lot of things that just should be common sense as to not letting it happen or why are you letting this happen to this person, but another person is obvious because they're black, you hit them with the hardest judgment ever. And it's just so sad, you know, it's, it's cringe, you know? Yeah, I feel you a thousand percent. Like it, it, it doesn't make sense, okay? And the thing is too, it's like, even in the justice system, like we can't like, so, cause you know, a lot of times like the courts will be like, okay, well it's precedent. Well, okay. First of all, the precedents were wrong to begin with. So we can't just keep like, just because we're going to before, doesn't mean that we should be doing it moving forward. Cause there was already right. flaws. Okay. And yeah, I agree. Like the hypocrisy, like absolutely like needs to end. And I feel like with, honestly, I feel like one of the things that we should like really focus on, which I kind of, um, talk to my friend Candace about this because she's in law school right now she's a woman of color um and it's like we need we need more people of color in the justice system to begin with yeah which leads to my other question I'm curious okay do you think with the change in presidency that we are that change is going to be faster over these next four four hopefully eight years <laughs> Um, I, I don't, I don't even want to cap and say, yeah, because, you know, that's just me being hopeful. But like I said, with, with Trump gone, now we're back to diet racism where, you know, the racists are still here, but they're not all out and about with it. You know, there's still people out here with Trump signs and Trump flags on their, their trucks, but you know, they're not out and about like they used to be. So the thing is, Biden has kind of calmed it down a little bit. We'll still see because his presidency is very, very young. He just started this year. So we'll see. We'll see. I don't want to be too hopeful because the thing is, you know, like 
what what can he really bring that's going to change anything for us or even other people of color you know like i i just don't see him doing anything that's going to help us we we have to learn to start helping ourselves and of course that starts locally you know and just building our way up but i i feel that eventually we'll be able to do it because you know the people have had enough and I'm sure that there is being, I'm, I'm sure that people are making plans and efforts to make this happen in the future. It's just that like like we're talking about, it's gonna take time. But uh, I don't think Biden's really gonna do much besides, you know, what George Bush did or whoever did, you know, he's the president, he's just a figurehead. There's nothing he's really going to do besides, you know, sign these stimulus check bills. You know, I don't think there that he really has any other purpose besides that. And, you know, like I said, we've got to start sticking up for ourselves and, you know, doing for ourselves. And I can see the change in our community from however so long till now. You know, a lot of us are putting our foot down and I'm very happy to see that. That definitely makes sense because, yeah, you're right in terms of the levels of, quote unquote, like leadership that we have. Yes, even though like like Biden like is the face. You're right in that it has to start locally, like those, like the grassroots movements. Um, it it has to start bottom up. Do you like for other people who are you know going to be listening to this and like also you know like back home or like in their local community, like what advice do you have for people who also want to ignite, like stimulate change immediately within their local community? Like what advice do you have for people? I would say don't be afraid because fear really stagnates us. Fear holds people back because when you have fear, you instill doubt. When you instill doubt, you instill, you know, just straight up, oh, I can't do this. You know, if you want to do something and you feel it's right, then it's only up to you for you to chase that. And it's only up for you to want to do that because you know, there's there's a lot of people who do music like I do, and they still showed up to those protests. You know, that's that isn't our lane. We're not. I, I would never say that I'm I'm an activist to a degree, to a degree, but I'm not really out here out here like that. I've I protested, and I'm going to go out there and do what I need to do and stand up, and be there and show my support. You know, I'm not I'm not Dr. King, you know, but I'm still going to do I'm still going to do his work in my own way, if that makes sense. Yeah. But my advice would be to, you know, don't be afraid, you know, just just do it. You know, there is there's no point in holding yourself back because at the end of the day, you know, when you get old, don't you want to tell your grandkids or tell whoever that you were out there doing that when that was going on and tell them how crazy it was you know i i have that experience now you know and even behind me like i i got a i got a picture made you know hold on, let me get up to it i got a picture made of that night when i was out there i don't know if you can see it yeah yeah and um that was that was uh when they were when they was able to uh let me come out there and my homies that i make music with they got in touch with the uh artist in ashboro and she was able to draw the picture. There was a picture of me 
and they just recreated it by painting it. And uh, they gave that to me, and I've, I've just, I'm so proud of it. You know, I said that I'm gonna put it in, um, in my Grammy room when I get big, so. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I wake up to it every day, I'm like, you know, work ain't finished, you know, we, we still got things to do. We still got things to do. That's true, that's true. We gonna keep on keeping on, shoot. We, gonna, we got to, we got to, we ain't got no choice. Oh man, yeah, it makes you think too, like, you know, when you talk about us, you know, in the future, like when our generation is, you know, talking to our grandchildren, it's also like a, you know, you had the conversation of, well, we're paving the path for, you know, the little black children that are gonna come after us, like our children, right. you know, like the, the kids who were us growing up, you know, and being able to, you know, look back and be like, okay, like we're, we're actually positively contributing to the future that other people like us are going to be having. So yeah, I definitely feel you on that being able to, you know, actually have those conversations about, yeah, you know, like we, we did, we did make change happen. And like you said, it's like, it's slow, but the point is that we are trying and that we are taking those strides. So right, right. You know, we we covered a lot of things today. Like honestly, like we could keep we could keep going and going and going and go. Like honestly, like and I, I will say sidebar, I'm really excited for you know when you find that sweet spot of being able to mix like you know how you're fighting for our civil rights and also you know throwing it into your music. So sidebar, yeah. Um, Thank you. When when the listeners like you know listen to this episode, what do you like? really really hope resonated with everybody well for for the most part i really hope that people understand that no matter what you want to do in life there's other things that you can pursue whether it is civil rights and social justice whether it's you know just opening up a business or anything like that you can do it you know, there's 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 the, the sky's the limit and once you get to the sky you know break past that too you know, like the, the the universe is vast and it's large and it's just like, it's infinite. So why not take advantage of that and just keep going? You know, like the thing is with me protesting and with me, with me making music, that's not my ceiling. And I know that, you know, ever since I've turned 25, even before that, there's just been this energy in me telling me that something big is, is happening and something big is just going to make you a better a better person i've been saying lately this is my uh character development arc you know a shout out to you know anime and stuff you know uh which is basically whenever they're going through a, a tough time with life or whatever and it just brings them out a different beast mm -hmm. and i feel like that's what i'm going through right now you know my hair is getting yeah. longer my my body is you know getting stronger my mind's getting stronger so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna come out of this a beast soon, you know. And each and every day I wake up, I feel stronger. So, but basically, yeah, just do what you want, you know. Follow your dreams. Stick up for what you choose that you to to believe in, you know. Just be you. Do you, you know? Life is short. Don't live for anybody else but you because because when you die, you know, you're going to be in that grave by yourself and people are going to love you regardless. But at the end of the day, do you love you? You know what I'm saying? Do it. Do what makes you happy. And at the end of the day, if it's social change, if it's whatever. Do it. Fuck it. You know. <laughs>
I love it. Oh my gosh, literally. <laughs> what did you say? You said shoot for the sky and then like once you get there, go past it. Bam, yeah. bam, literally. Oh my gosh, yes. Like That's encourage all. other people to reach their full potential. Like, and then yeah. when you reach it, like go past it. Like, yes, like this. Yeah. This is the energy that we need right here. Yeah, real talk. Real talk. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Oh, we need it. Gosh, I love it. I love it. Oh, all right. Amazing. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tea with Key.